This is Second Story Radio. I'm Jackie Sujigo. When I moved to Lincoln, Nebraska two years ago, the very first thing I saw as I got off Interstate 80 was the state capitol. As you're driving into the city, for a minute, it looks like the capitol is closer to you than all the other buildings, even the football stadium, which is huge. It's a weird trick of the eye that works because the capitol is so tall. At 400 feet, it's the tallest building in the city. It's kind of unusual for a state capital. A lot of state capitals look like smaller versions of the United States Capitol. As states entered the Union, they looked to Washington, D.C. as an example for what American government should look like. But Nebraska ended up with something different. In 1919, the state opened a contest to choose the architect for their new state capital. Most of the entries were fairly traditional, except for one. Bertram Goodhue's design stood out from the rest because his included a 14-story tower instead of a cupola. It was kind of a Midwestern skyscraper. Steel and reinforced concrete were developed just 30 years earlier, and taller and taller buildings were just beginning to appear around the country. The tower was part of Goodhue's plan to design a building that didn't just say government, but one that said Nebraska specifically. In a letter to the Journal of the American Institute of Architects, Goodhue explained his logic after winning the commission. It has seemed to the authors that the traditions of ancient Greece and Rome and of 18th century France are in no way applicable in designing a building destined to be the seat of government of a great Western commonwealth. So, while the architectural style employed may roughly be called classic, it makes no pretense of belonging to any period of the past. Its authors have striven to present something worthy of the high uses to which the building is to be devoted, a state capital of the here and now, and not else. While the capital is impressive from far away, it's even more interesting up close. The whole building tells a story. The blizzard of 1888, school teacher, large gold figure in the center, tied her students together with a rope and led them to safety. That's Roxanne Smith. She's the tourism supervisor at the Capitol. The inside of the building is mostly marble and hardwood, so it's a little echoey. Roxanne loves giving these tours, and she knows the building down to the smallest detail. And this is the only place in the building you can see a structural scene between the first phase and second phase. Everything inside means something. It's jam-packed with symbolism. Some of these stories, like how the capital was built and how Nebraska became a state, they're the kind of stories you would expect to see here. But at the center of the capital, underneath the skyscraper, you'll find a different kind of story, a much broader one. And there are dinosaurs. They're not real dinosaurs. They're part of a huge floor mosaic designed by Hildreth Mier. Goodhue hired Mier to design the mosaics for the state capitol after he worked with her on a mosaic for the National Academy of Sciences in Washington, D.C. Goodhue wanted something that would tell a story about where Nebraska came from, literally and figuratively. Mier collaborated with Erwin Barber, the director of the University of Nebraska State Museum. It's the Natural History Museum here in Lincoln. The mosaic centers around a woman seated on a large throne, as a personification of Earth. Four smaller figures flank her on each side, sort of making a compass shape. They represent the four elements, water, fire, air, and Earth. That's Earth with a little E here. 
The figures are all connected by a border of animal life. And if you look closely, the animals are all arranged according to when they evolved. It's the story of evolution. Mir starts at water with a sea lily. It looks like an upright frond, but it's not actually a plant. It's a crinoid, a kind of echinoderm. It's related to starfish and sea urchins. Crinoids are one of the oldest kinds of life on Earth. They were so abundant that you can find huge chunks of limestone rock that are made up entirely of crinoid fossils. After crinoids, Mir continues with more prehistoric fauna, a trilobite, an ammonite, and a eurypterid. It's a kind of sea scorpion, but its fossil looks a lot like the Michelin man with a bigger head. They're all invertebrates, which makes sense because early multicellular life was largely invertebrates. The first vertebrate in the mosaic is a fish. Mir goes on to show the first animals to live on land, which coincides with the element of fire in the mosaic. There are millipedes, spiders, amphibians, and then dinosaurs. Mir chose the specimens to display based on what could have been found in the Nebraska Territory, the area that was considered Nebraska before it became a state. There are Stegosaurus, Apatosaurus, Triceratops, and Edmontosaurus. That's the duck-billed one. After fire, Mir uses air to depict the evolution of flight. She shows a dragonfly, a pterodactyl, an owl, and then a bat. The bat is also Mir's way of transitioning into Earth and mammals. The first time I saw it, I was kind of surprised. It didn't seem like something that you'd normally find in a government building. But the more I found out about the Capitol, the more it makes sense. Mier and Barber's mosaic fits in with Goodhue's overall aesthetic for the building. He took the classic architecture combined with modern science to change a little bit the way we think government should look. State capitals and government buildings aren't usually the kind of thing I go out of my way to see. They don't seem like they'd be very interesting. But the truth is, there's a lot of thought that goes into these places. It takes hundreds of people to design and build them. There's almost always something interesting about them. You just have to look for them. Thanks for listening. Second Story Radio is a production of the Nebraska State Historical Society. You can find us online at secondstoryradio.tumblr.com or subscribe to us in the iTunes store.